We're just okay, and we play some movies. We're just okay, movie watchers. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Okay Movies. I'm your host, Butt Chugging Biggie Size, and I'm joined by. Oh, gosh, uh, the uh, DMT acid coke uh, macaroon chef Guido. Oh, shit. Uh, and also here is uh, Penis Plunger Nasty. <laughs> oh, sure. Very nice. <laughs> penis Plunger Nasty. How you guys doing? Uh, doing yeah, good. I'm doing all right. Hang in there, man. I got some Burt's Bees. You guys Ooh. use chapstick these days? I sure don't. I no? have to like remind myself to. Burt's Bees is good shit, though. Yeah, wintertime, I've been outside a lot. I figure I got to protect my lips. Um, well, what's so nice about Burt's is like, I guess it's the, I don't know, whatever the cooling agent they have in it. So when you walk outside, it's like you're getting kissed by like the wind on your lips. It's, mm. It feels so <laughs> satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. If you could wish that the wind was anyone who kissing you, who, who would it be? Jennifer oh, Lopez. She's got some big lips. Jennifer Lopez. Uh, wow. That's a good answer. <laughs> That is Was that too fast? That, well, that's like no. something someone would answer from like 2003. Uh-huh. But what year is this? It is a good answer, though. Yeah. <laughs> she does have some nice lips. She was in a movie uh, not too long ago, and she started kind of like, you know, looking her age a bit because she's supposed to be like the hot girl next door and she's like fucking the next door neighbor's uh uh son or something oh and they're trying to make her like sexy as fuck with like the tight shirt and the blue jeans you know she's got a nice ass so it looks great but it's just the facial region it's like as much as you can do to it age just starts creeping in it just seemed kind of weird her being in that role because she was that you know Way you know, 20 years ago, I mean, I thought she was fucking hot. I wanted to see yeah. her titties. And of course. now it's just like, eh, she, yeah, you know, everything from the neck down's still nice and tight. You know, Jennifer's yeah. not that way, though. Woohoo. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Yeah. She just keeps, like, looking yeah. better the older she gets. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I see that, that work done kind of look. Of a fifty-year-old lady, uh, I guess I can see where you're coming like it's from. Getting longer, yeah. It's just like it's sloping further downward. I don't know if that's the plastic <laughs> surgery or what, but because she was haughty too, and she is still cute. I mean, she's not ugly by any means, but I, I agree. The age, the gravity, is starting to pull on her face. <laughs> Pulling on her face. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's, it's how it happens, man. It's sad. But we, should, we shouldn't be commenting on on the looks of of a actresses lady just because they're a little older. Who yeah. are we? Who are we? They still look better than I ever will. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, I hit my peak they fucking got... ten years ago. Yeah, true. I mean, ten years ago. <laughs> no, not true. That would put me at <laughs> nineteen. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Your peak was at 19? I was a taut 19-year-old. Mm. Mm. Maybe not, oh. like, emotionally or mentally. 
But physically, yeah, I'd say probably 1920 was my peak. Sure. No, I felt uh, the same way. I was about 40, 50 pounds lighter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you there. Hey, great talk. Great talk about our physique. <laughs> I, I love it. I love, you know what I also love? I love movies. Oh, and do there's you? one movie I do. I do actually. The more we do this, the more I love movies. No way, and I wouldn't have one believed movie that. In oh, you better believe it, boy, because we <laughs> saw a movie very recently called Blockers. Now, nasty, you had recommended this film, and it'd been kind of on my radar because, like, the cover of the film is has like Judd Apatow written all over it. I don't know oh, who yeah. made this. Uh, but then you see John Cena at the top of the poster, and you're like, why is he in this? Right, Because right. he's still in that, like, I would say he's still in those, like, early stages like The Rock was, where he's, like, in some things, and he's also been in a bunch of, like, directed DVD, probably garbage, I don't know, I haven't seen it. But he's, like, slowly starting to creep into that mainstream, you know, fame that now, uh, you would say The Rock's probably at his height and maybe could keep going up. I mean, he's been right. doing great. Yeah, The Rock's so, like the most paid actor in this year or this last year. I think it was last year he was a uh, highest paid actor. That's right. impressive. It is for you a know, wrestler you, to come out of that. Out of that scene. And his acting has improved significantly. Oh, tremendously. Yeah. yeah. He, he definitely commands the screen. Uh, I, I think he's got a lot of range. Actually, me and Millpool talked about that last episode that we felt The Rock had. Uh, considering his physique and everything, he has a lot of acting range. Like, I could, you know, mainly does action he? stuff is probably his. I think he does. I don't know, I, I really man. think he does. He's giving him now, a lot of credit. Think... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not going to say Tom Hanks range, you know, but I, I think he's got some, like, you know, definitely action stuff is his forte. Just because of his looks and his, you know, and all that stuff, he just really works in that role. But you know, comedy—he's not too bad. Hey, let's um, not forget Moana. Moana—he's got good uh, voice right? chops. Yes, even a decent voice, not too bad. Not, not. Uh, I mean, let's not let's not go out on a limb here and say like fantastic, <laughs> but he can sing right or maybe he was he coached can. through singing and auto-tuned help i don't know but right. at least he can he can get get enough out there to work with right and he's just so lovable you just forgive it i think that's what works to his advantage <laughs> yes and, and so that's why <laughs> extremely charismatic yeah. look now, at that smile i mean just ugh. every time i see I, him smile it's just like it melts my heart I agree, dude. He's a he's a good looking fella. I wouldn't mind a hug from him. That that's probably the one thing I'd like is a hug. But I think he's actually a, a really decent actor. Um I don't know about love like a like a non comedy, like a real serious love story kind mm -hmm. of. Like I, I can't think of a good example of one. I don't know if he'd be able to pull that off. He may seem a bit awkward, but What about like I think, uh, I think look uh fuck. I was gonna say love actually, but that's not what I'm thinking. Um, okay. The one that Gerard Butler was in, "P.S. I Love You." Yes, I love you. That would probably be a good example. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. he would do so hot in that. Right, right. 
I, I think his and maybe maybe it's his physique would be the detriment is he he's just such a a person that I just don't know if him just as a character would fit very well. Maybe his acting could, but I don't know. It just doesn't work. Uh, but you know, I I'm willing to be proven wrong. But uh, but anyways, <laughs> enough about the Rock. Let's get back to the Cena <laughs> now. I've got a uh, how how should we break this one down? Nasty, you want to just give us a just a, a quick brief synopsis of the film, just so the people uh, have an idea of what they're. Getting I can do into. that. All right, picture this opening scene. Little girls going to their first day of kindergarten. Oh, look how cute they are. Oh, and their parents are standing there taking first day of school pictures. And what do you know? They all become best friends. So the parents have to be friends. By the way, I must say that I'm definitely the the guy that was like, hey, so does this mean that we should go get drinks? Like, uh, do you guys want to go get drinks? Uh, we're going to go get some drinks. Uh, but anyways, mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. back to the synopsis. So basically, they go through this awesome scene of the kids grow up. They are in high school. They're talking about how it's prom night. Mom, you gotta let me go to prom. You gotta let me grow up. Stop hanging on me. Good. <laughs> okay. Right. okay. And then... Dude, <laughs> I'm like in the Keep scene going. right now, man. You're doing great. And then they get to, to the lunchroom and... By the way, uh, taking a step out of, out of this real quick, wh- whose prom happened on Friday? Does that is that a thing? Uh, oh. I can't remember I what day of the did. week mine was. Hmm. I, I think it was mine because we had uh, we were all excited about it uh, during school, and we all had to go home and change and go back. So okay, so so apparently prom happens on Friday elsewhere. Um, so these girls are all in the lunchroom getting lunch, and one of the girls is like. I'm gonna have sex tonight. It's the night. I'm gonna lose my virginity. And this other girl's like, you know what? Me too. And that's where she said, something, something, something. Penises are not for looking at. They're just for use. A lot like plungers. Uh. By the way, this girl's really tomboy. And then the other girl's like, mm, I don't know, maybe. So then they all go home. And then they start texting <laughs> later. And they're like, yo, sex pack tonight eggplants in hand fucking penis in mouth sex packed and then the parents overlook this shit meanwhile obviously how do you feel about this right your kids are like you know little daughter's all grown up she's going to prom she's gonna go get fucked by some random fucking high school boy probably don't like this shit so what do the parents do no fuck no we're putting a stop to this shit so then it's then we go go to prom go to some parties parents do some stupid shit pretty funny uh john cena butt chugs a fucking 40 in there uh mom crashes her car turns out in the end you gotta let your kids grow up yeah boom the end done that's the moral of the story that is that is so that john cena butt chug scene (laughs) i want to know like when he read that in the script, if there was any hesitation from him to be like, I don't know if I want to go that far. Do you think, or you think like his publicist was like, Cena man, you're on the rise, you're you're, you're climbing, <laughs> butt chug scene, maybe a hair risky. Nah, I think he was for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, 
He I seems think, like a pretty funny guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wants to just do comedic acting in this sense. So I think he was all for it. He probably I agree. thought it was funny. He hangs out in a locker room full of wrestlers, you know? Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, no, I, I think agree. that this this really anchored him in that comedic role, right, that he's been trying to go for in some of the other movies that he's been in. Right, right. I feel like his whole, uh, him in the film, was just, he was fantastic at playing like this overprotective dad. Like, I love his get up and how like serious he was about stuff. Like, when he's going to that party, he's like, look, I'm, I'm crazy. My shirt's untucked. <laughs> like, that was just, it was great. He was just so sincere about it. Even right. the butt chuck scene, I agree. He was just so sincere about that kind of scene. And uh, he, he was just so enjoyable. I love seeing him on screen. I mean, same way I feel about the rock he's just this lovable big guy that you kind of uh you really sympathize with as me being potentially a future parent like i could see myself being like that right i I think that uh the sentimental i i raised a tomboy kind of thing really helped secure that as well right like he's a big guy Mm -hmm. he raised like this tomboy daughter who's really athletic and you know he can't really look at her that way and to him, she's just this little girl that is always going to be like playing sports with him and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. There's one part I couldn't get over, and that was just how dumb the parents were to like anything modern day. Yeah. You know, like I get it's a funny little prop to have the phone belt clip, but like no one does that anymore. Like nobody well put, does that. I don't know. Not man. even as a joke. The, the limo driver with the ear, ear, uh, the Bluetooth earpiece was pretty good though, because I think that limo drivers still do that kind of stuff. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, you gotta have hands free. Yeah, definitely makes sense. No, I I liked it because he just felt he felt old school. Like his dad before him was that you know like no nonsense. This is how we do things. So having you know your pockets free. Uh, from your phone, have it clipped to your belt. It just makes sense. Like it just fits his character. Uh, no, yeah, I he was really also wearing like cargo that. shorts, right? Like, and right, and a tucked-in shirt. Like who who tucks their shirt into their cargo shorts? <laughs> There's some dads do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you might as like, well it, throw in the clip. <laughs> you might as well, right? Like you're already you're already that was far. A, it was also the scene with uh, where they're trying to decipher emojis and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Like, like they're just how clueless they are into internet and uh, how kids talk and stuff. Like they raise these kids up to be seventeen-year-olds. They don't like they don't know what what's going on here, <laughs> except for the one guy who does. Yeah, he can but, but it all. I mean, he was kind of a joke of a character a little bit as well. They're all I, jokes of the I, character. They're all fucking caricatures of characters. You know, they're way extremes. Like This is true. There's no one like John Cena's character. There's no one like Leslie Mann's character who's like this ultra super overprotective mom, you know, that wants to chase down her daughter because she found a UCLA acceptance letter in her thing. Like th- th- these characters don't exist. Well, we hope they don't. But that's it. It's a comedy, you know. You gotta right. You gotta ham it up. 
Right. You got to ham it up. And they did a good job it being a comedy, I feel. But it was just, it really was just super troopers with parents thrown in. I mean, not super yeah. troopers, super bad with parents. Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, yes. more focus, I think, yes. on the parents than than the kids. Right. In, in this take. Right. Yeah, I think they balanced that pretty well until maybe the very end where I know Guido was like, third act sucks while we were watching it. And I would kind <laughs> of agree. It, it starts dragging pretty hard at the end where they should have. But everyone's having their moments. I think they kind of deserved them and I could forgive them. But the balance before that point with the, what the kids are doing who are staying you know, two, three steps ahead from the parents and how the parents are reacting to figure out where they're going to next i thought they had a good balance on uh kind of getting two pretty interesting stories and different takes like how they handled the the girls learning you know about what they're wanting from their guy and you know or not situations or not guy especially the other girl who ends up being the lesbian like that was a, a really nicely handled and real classy more than i right. expected and uh, then having the parents kind of realizing they're uh, they're getting older and maybe they need to allow their kids to have you know trust them more. And uh, I don't know. I, I really feel like they, it balanced both aspects pretty well. But I would agree it do, did feel like super bad in that they're you know going place to place, having to handle this situation. And I, I love that in films. I love it when it has that kind of progression. And because it, it kind of feels like a normal, you know, Friday, Saturday night when you're young, you know, you're normally not staying in one place the whole time like I do because I'm getting old and I'm uh, lame and I get sleepy at like 11 o'clock. But, you know, when I was younger. I'd be jumping around everywhere. I don't know where I'd be at like seven in the morning. And I just kind of love reliving that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't get the feeling you get from this movie. It was like a throwaway comedy for me. Like yeah. there were some funny parts, but yeah, it wasn't anything special at all. Like pretty forgettable for me. I would agree. I mean, it's, it's definitely not on that level of like animal house or any other film, you know, of that stature where it's that, you know, kind of teenage comedy, all kind of crazy shit happens kind of thing. You know, it's a pretty standard fare, but it's, it had so many great little moments. Like we talk about the butt chugging scene with uh, John Cena. I mean, that's definitely like the poster board. This is what gets you into the tent. Like, I want to see that. I want that in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, but like little things like the limo drivers, the best example, like he had some of the best tiny little comedic lines of the whole film. Right. And like the one I love, it's just a scene of them throwing up and like, you know, people are throwing <laughs> yeah. up. That's okay. It's, it's funny. But then he's like, Ooh, it smells terrible in here. Ooh, oh, and throwing up everywhere. And it's I like so the Dukes funny. of Hazard line too. Like oh, it goes to slide was... over the, over the limo roof or the limo hood. And then he falls on his ass and is like racist ass movie. <laughs> like <laughs> what? He was so good. The limo driver just sold me on the film. And uh, that, that was great. But no, I would agree with you, Guido. It's definitely not like the best movie ever. I would recommend people watching it. You know, if you like movies like Superbad and all that stuff, then you'll enjoy this. Right. But uh, it's a good one take. But it is. It is. But uh, I think the parents by far were the most fun 
part of the film. Like, I mean, even some of the situations they find themselves in, like that house with the two people who keep banging all the time. Like those situations were pretty yeah. funny, especially there's one scene where, why are they playing like a uh, blindfold sex <laughs> tag or something? Yeah, blindfolded, <laughs> like they can't talk. They're blindfolded. All the lights are off and they're just supposed to like find each other to bone somehow, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> something like um, that one The one guy is in there and John Cena is in there and the wife finds John Cena and the husband finds the other guy and they're like declothing them and like grabbing their balls and stuff. Like it was, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure how they got themselves in that situation, but it was pretty funny. Uh, but it's just setups like that are kind of interesting and, and I have to give the film some credit for being clever in, in some ways. I think that the uh, the biggest thing for me on the whole thing was that it was kind of uh... hello. Oh, we- oh, he left. <laughs> I was like, man, he's taking a dramatic pause. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a very pregnant <laughs> <I'm> pause. Like... <laughs> This must have like really hit him hard, like to his core. <laughs> like man. Uh, oh, but God. yeah, I'm having a hard time figuring out anything really to say about this movie. Like there were some funny parts, but overall, I don't know. It was okay. It was completely average. It's a good movie anything- to throw on while you're just yes. doing something. Yes, yes. Is there anything that you just did not like? I think we've all been pretty positive about the film. Uh, is there just something you just saw and you just like, I really did not like that? Well, the whole third act. It okay, was just, that's fair. it was a bore. It was a bore to watch. It was, um, it, it was trying to make you feel good, but it didn't succeed. So it just made things feel weird and awkward. And uh, it was just a moment. Each of the parents, there's three of them, have to have a moment with the kids, with their individual kids. So it's like, okay, John Cena's turn to have his moment with his kid, and it's the sappy time. And then it's Leslie Mann's turn to have her time with her kid. And then she gets shocked by TV as like a little gag joke, like a little pratfall. (laughs) And then that was pretty lame. It was very lame. And then the. Other dad gets his daughter comes out to him, says she's a lesbian. And it's just like, what do you want me to feel, do here? Like, I'm not. Right. It's, it's been a comedy this whole movie. These first two acts, you know, you had John Cena butt chugging. You had the kids talking about sucking dick and, you know, making jokes and shit. And now you want me to feel something for these people? You know, like, don't end on this note. It's a comedy make it be a comedy all the way through it turned into a fucking after school special Mm, mm. good point i I agree you know ultimately i think when you get to those that moment in the third act and let me kind of explain because pacing definitely plays a big role in it they go into this hotel they have the whole level uh rented out so kids are like partying and stuff and this is going to be the final moment where all three girls are going to have sex so and the and the parents just know it so they're searching through this whole floor to try to find them 
and it goes, they search for a, it feels like an eternity. Like they just keep running the stuff. You see this same cut scene where, uh, uh, John Cena is like busting open the door and he like looks for a second. He busts through again. He's looking around for a second. It just keeps going and going till finally you get to the scenes like what we was talking about where they're actually having the talk. And at that point, it just felt like it's drug on for so long. They should have like cut those whole things in half because it just loses that momentum or make and, them funny. Uh, it, yeah. At least make them funny. I, I totally agree. Uh, Cause who's, like what's the what audience? Well, yeah, what's what's the audience? The the writers of this movie need to think about what the audience is at this point because they sell it, they market it as like a frat kind of dirty comedy or maybe late high school, college kids is the demographic, I think. I would say so. And then like it gets to this point and no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit, man. We just want to see fucking John Cena stick more shit up his ass. Right. Right. That's absolutely what we want. Or at least have your scene, but don't drag it out. You know, it should just be a quick, like, uh, we should have trusted you and, you know, have a hug and that's it. But not like almost, you're right. It completely changes tone to like this funny, kind of raunchy-ish comedy then to like a super overly sweet moment between the parent and the child. And it, it just, it does feel out of place and it doesn't quite feel earned either. Uh, you know, if it was something bigger maybe, and I hate to say, you know, losing your virginity. I mean, it's sort of a big thing. I guess it depends on your take on it, but it just didn't feel warranted for such a, like a deep scene of them connecting. Like it just didn't feel right. I, uh, I totally agree with you there. And it just drug the whole film down, especially poor, uh, what do you say her name is Leslie Mann? I, I always forget her name. Uh, her whole scene, like it drags on the longest. Like she's sneaking around because she's, you know, scared that her daughter's going to see her in the room. And it just, it's not funny. It's not interesting. It goes on forever. They could have used some, either a rewrite or just cut those scenes down. Right. And you still get the same point across. And, uh, Bam. but. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. That whole part was a little messy. I see what they're going for, but I agree. You know, you know, thirty minutes prior, John Cena was butt chugging, and now he's hugging his daughter in a hotel room because she may or may not have made the right choice. We're not, you know, I guess that's up to you to decide. Right, it and it's not only work. the kids. <laughs> well, it's the kids. It's the adults and the kids have their all separate moments. And then the kids have their separate moment where the one girl comes out and she's like, I fuck, I, I'm not a virgin anymore. And the other ones are like, yay. And then the other girl's like, I'm a lesbian. And they're like, yay. So we have to sit through that. And then we have the other scene with the parents who are at the bar and they're like, man, our kids are growing up weird, huh? And then one of them leaves. And then John Cena's like, what are you doing? Get over here. Have a drink with us. And they're like, yay. So it's like it's just scene after scene after scene of them trying to make the audience feel something for these basically pratfalls of characters that have been, you know, tripping and getting into car accidents and throwing up and doing all sorts of stuff for the first hour of the movie. Right. It, it, right. It's silly. I don't know why they did it that way. <laughs> No, I, I would say they if they just cut down that final act, 
of them running around trying to find their their kids. It would have made the ending. I don't know what necessarily say better, but a little more tolerable because they just they spend way too long in that whole scenario compared to everything else. And uh, I think it would have been better, but and because I'm you know I'm fine with the parents being like, hey, we're happy about ourselves, and the kids like, oh, we're happy about ourselves. But after you spent almost you know it feels like a third of the film establishing that at the very end, it just feels lazy. Like they're like maybe even at the end they were like we need to make this more lovey so we just want to make this longer this scene longer or whatever yeah, yeah. it just doesn't feel uh, fluent with the rest of the movie so I, I totally it, agree with you there it also made the movie a, a non-issue like the whole plot of the movie like right, right. they could have just got like let them have their night and then talk to them when they got home. Exactly. And eat. Exactly. And what I think will have been more, I don't know what's what the word for it is more fluent is if like the parents caught them like doing like some weird ass shit. Yeah. Make one of the parents be right. You know? Yes. Yes. Make John Cena like John that fucking druggy kid is hitting on her girl on his daughter and maybe she says no a few times and then John Cena busts in you know right and he's like look right i'm right i'm john cena i'm right <laughs> <laughs> you need to be more careful exactly exactly they they cuz you're right once the parents actually get into the room and is, and are talking with them the scene's pretty much over they've already said no we don't want to do this oh no i'm a lesbian or or they have a really sweet scene and actually do it, and the mom feels embarrassed she's even there. That's just not... That doesn't make me enjoy the scene. I feel like I I wasted my time. They wasted their time. Like, they need to actually have something happen where either the parent has to go in there and pull them out and say, you're not doing this on my watch, or something like that, just to make it, I mean, feel fluent, but also just make it interesting or satisfying. I just feel like at the end, everyone was like... The, the kids were like, well, I guess I didn't really want this. And the parents were like, uh, I guess we should have just stayed home. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's stupid. The, the, mom's, the mom's part in that was, I think, the worst, too. Because like her trying Definitely. to sneak out of the room was really drawn out. And I think it was meant to try to be funny, but it wasn't very funny. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Even the... The, the spark scene that Guido mentioned a little bit ago, like was yeah. so out of place and was like funny, but not because it was actually funny. It was because why, why the fuck do you have that in there? And right. it's just, I don't know. That whole part was needed to rewrite, uh, you know, yeah, go back and shoot know. it again. Right. Like, yeah, we're not happy with this. Do it again. But, uh, but, you know, it ends with them going to college and tricking them with a bunch of text emoji things again. Uh, someone in our, uh, who's chatting with us while we watched it, like, called it. They were, like, joking about doing tons of drugs. And uh, that's pretty much how the whole movie ends. Like, I mean, I agree. There's just not much more to say about it other than it's it's good. You know, it's fine. Uh, so, guys, I mean, do you recommend it? Do you not? What's your feelings on it? Uh, I don't recommend it. There's better comedies out there. You know, if you need something to watch, 
in the background, throw it on, but don't seek it out. I respect that decision <laughs> or that statement. Sure. I, I kind of feel the same way. Like it was a okay movie. It was something to have on. Uh, there's a lot of good one-liners, but I don't know if it's uh, really worth seeking out specifically. Wait for it to come to like Netflix and watch it there or something. Put it on while you're falling yeah. asleep. I don't know. Like, right. You don't need the whole movie yeah. to to enjoy it. I think you can pick it up in pieces and and enjoy it just as much as if you had watched it all the way through. Yeah, it's kind of one of those movies you're, you know, that's it. If you enjoy that kind of stuff, you'll enjoy it. But it's also a good one if you're like sitting around like midnight and kind of drunk. It's a good movie to put on. You'll I mean, there was a it. ton of good one-liners in there, right? Like, Definitely. Paige and Dr. Muff Diver, when he's sniffing his daughter's fucking panties. That was pretty funny. Ooh, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. No, and it's it's good. Go go see it. If if you like those kind of films, go see it. I think you'll really enjoy it. Well, okay then. Well, we actually have a voicemail sent to us. Oh shit. Let's go ahead and uh, see what they've got to say. Hey, Just Okay Movies, this is Phil. Uh, I just wanted to call in and tell uh, Biggie and Guido that you guys should both watch Better Call Saul. Uh, Biggie, you should finish Breaking Bad first, but Better Call Saul, I personally like a lot. Um, Probably more even than... Breaking Bad, and I really enjoyed Breaking Bad, but I just love the character of Saul Goodman um, and finding out his whole backstory and kind of the prequel to uh, to Breaking Bad, and you get a bunch of characters, you know, from Breaking Bad, kind of their backstory and whatnot, and I think it's just really good. I love uh, Vince uh, Gillian, I think that's the director's name of the, both both shows. Um, they, he just does a great job. It's just same, just shot very well. The pacing is what good. Um, everything is just good. I, I highly recommend that you both go and watch uh, Better Call Saul. It's one of my favorite shows by far. All right, that's all I want to say. Bye. Hey, man, thank you so much for uh, for calling in and and letting us know that. No, it. Vince Gillian, he does seem like he's a real talented guy. And I don't know, like, before um, uh, Breaking Bad fame, like, what else he had he uh, produced or, or wrote. Uh, do you guys know? Not offhand, no. Okay, okay. But, um, but yeah, you're, no, you're totally right. I really need to go back and watch Breaking Bad uh, since it's a, kind of a TV phenomenon. You know, it's something I should definitely have watched all the way through there's no reason not to it's on like every streaming service the, wait the neither seasons, of you so. have seen it all the way through i've seen breaking bad oh i've watched I, the first two seasons of better call Saul. yeah yeah same biggie you haven't seen it though no i stopped at season three it i got a little too anxious watching it and i, I just couldn't feel comfortable and i just had to stop I, I could agree with that i think there was some parts of breaking bad that it was like I don't know how I feel about this or where this is going. And I kind of like that, but also at the same time, it was kind of like, what, what am I getting out of this? But, but I pushed through and I thought it was a good, good uh, cap to the whole series. Yeah. It's a good story. 
It's a good story. Better right. Call Saul is also a good story, although uh kind of lost me at the second season there, but I've heard the Same. season is good. Maybe I'll pick it up again. I mean, um, to be honest, to me, though, Saul was more of a supporting character than a main character anyways, right? Like, just oh, the, his, his backstory and his just character development never really seemed there to be more than what he was in Breaking Bad for. Yeah. Yeah, but they're telling an interesting enough story with Better Call Saul. Right. I think. It's a similar story, though, right? Like good intentions gone awry but more from more of a schemey person than a right. well-hearted teacher kind of thing he starts off soft as fuck in the right. first season of better call Saul and then you just watch him grow like uh Walter, Walter. Whitman is it Whitman or white white Walter white like Walter white does who's soft as fuck just needs to pay for his cancer treatment and then becomes corrupted. Uh, it's the same kind of character development with Saul, where he turns in, he's he's soft, and he turns into this skeezy fucking criminal lawyer. Right. Hmm. Very but interesting. It, it's entertaining. Uh, I'll say that much. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Well, you know, Phil, I might take you up on that. I might try to jump back in and, and finish this out, and I'll even try... Uh, better call Saul, and uh, I might go ahead and start that this weekend. We'll see. We'll see how far I can make it until I just get too nervous and can't continue. But uh, but thank you so much for calling in. Really appreciate that. And guys, that wraps up actually our fiftieth episode. Holy uh, shit! Fifty episodes. That how does it feel, Biggie? My mind, dude. It's we've been doing this for two years now, and I can't believe it. Um, that this much time's gone by and the support of everyone has been fantastic. And I'm, I'm very blessed to have you all. And I really want to hear your thoughts on any topic pertaining to TVs, movies. We want to hear about it. Shoot us an email at just okay. Movies at gmail.com. Also feel free to tweet us at just okay. Movies. You can also go on to just okay. Movies.com bottom of the page is our voicemail number. If you want to leave one, just like Phil did and just once again guys thank you so much guido nasty thank you so much for being on here this has been a blast to talk about this movie i've been looking forward to it all day and thank you so much and also if you want to join us for another viewing uh we're we're doing them every now and then but if you want to hear about it first make sure to join the just okay Mo uh, i'm sorry just okay gamers discord server that's discord.gg forward slash just okay gamers Normally, we'll post it on there in the announcements if we're about to do one. We also set up a voice channel so you can hop in, chat with us. We'll talk about the film, make fun of it, whatever. And uh, <laughs> please do so. It's a good time on there. There's good people on that server. And you go find a, a game that you want to play with somebody. All kinds of stuff going on. Definitely check it out. And we will see you all next week. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.